time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. This is episode number 136. It's Saturday morning. It's a Saturday morning setup. That's right. Today we're going to be diving into the weekend. We want to know what's happening in your world. And we've got some awesome news that you can use to talk about today. That's right. Melissa has the word for your day as well. And as always, we're here to take your prayer requests, to pray with you, to pray for you. And it's never an interruption. It's a very big part of our show and who we are. We also want to let you know that we we want to give you a very special welcome and shout out, a very personal shout out. But we can't do that unless you type in your chat box. We can't see you come in and out of the social media rooms, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook or our website. But if you type in your chat box, we can give you a very special hello. So let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And a very important question that we absolutely must ask you, what is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking this morning. We think everybody deserves the gospel and good coffee. So we <laughs> hope you're having good coffee this morning. But if you're drinking something different, that's okay. We want to hear about that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're glad you've joined us. This is Saturday. So, you know, y'all you have things that uh, need to be done around the house and out of town and traveling around. And so we're glad you're taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to spend it with us. And speaking of traveling today. Hey, good morning, Robin and Otis. They're headed to Taylorsville to see horses. Yeah, Woo! that'll be awesome. Pastor Angie from Louisville, Kentucky. She's drinking Bones Salted Caramel French Press with Salted Chocolate Creamer. Hello. Wow. Good morning. That sounds fabulous, Angie. That sounds like a $6 <laughs> drink right there. Buddy, yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm down with that. You know, I think the salted caramel is a great flavor. Yes. Um, I use the salted, we use the salted caramel, say it because I always say it wrong. Tarani, Tarina, Tarani. Yeah, you said it right. Um, sugar-free syrup when we make our um, iced coffee in the afternoon. That salted caramel is the best. I'm yeah. so glad that you're drinking bone salted caramel. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Is that the uh, salty siren? Is that the one? That's that one. The salted caramel. Um, that is not. It's the. It's got mocha in it. Ah. Okay. So. All right. Very good. Green Mountain Breakfast Blend in his cream, says Pastor Rick Grable this morning. Good morning, Pastor Rick from Louisville, Kentucky. We love you. We bless you. We're so happy you're here. That's good. That's good. What else is on the horizon? Well, let's see. Is that uh, something we still say? I, well, You just said it, so apparently so. Have you ever noticed that sometimes, um, like sayings, we need to do a, like a, what do you call it, a segment on this. Have you guys ever known that sayings change? Um, my grandpa used to say, we'll all be swan. Yeah. You know, like in surprise. Well, I can't believe that. It's kind of like an expression like that. We'll all be swan. And now the kids are saying, this bullson. Well... <laughs> We had an episode, it's many episodes ago, I remember we talked about some and where they evolved from, you know, like in the 1920s. Oh, yeah. I think we did, it was like uh, when we hit show 100, maybe, Is that, because that we good. were doing the decades. Is it terrible that I've forgotten I know, something we've talked we, about? This is 136 episodes in, honey. Sorry, I think guys. it's okay to misplace a few thoughts well, here and there. And also, now, your car keys, that's a different story. Well, but. I remember when I was working in the hospital, and you know, it's a young person's game, right? Sure. And everybody in the OR, I remember saying in one of our, I don't know, we were all sitting around talking and I was like, well, don't upset the apple cart. And, uh, <laughs> and they one, were like, what? One what? gal was like, what does that even mean? Like it, make it making everyone angry or making everyone upset? Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh. 
my grandma just walked into the room and said something. That's how but some I people was, think. Yeah, but I was the grandma. <laughs> and I yeah. was yeah, I felt like I was young then. Man, I'm having <clears throat> Well, there are, it is funny that there are sayings that, you know, we, uh, I think the whole heart of the message of that episode was we use them commonly, but we don't know (laughs) where they came from and how they started. But I think there are, like you said, there are certain phrases that people just, you just don't hear them anymore, you know, and, and, um, you know, things that our grandparents said. Right. You're probably right. I, I find myself, um, not realizing apparently that I'm speaking. Can you tell that I'm like pulling myself together on camera this morning? Isn't that (laughs) slick? Um, nobody noticed. Well, it's something when you sit down and look at yourself and the lighting is such that like every flaw, (laughs) every flaw is like magnified. I, I feel like sometimes though, we don't realize that what we're saying is, um, not being maybe understood or it's not, we're not paying as close attention. Here's another point, And this is important for us as believers and Christians, especially those of us who have been Christians our whole lives. Sometimes we use language that other people don't understand. And we have to be really careful not to alienate people by our language. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't cry over spilt milk. That's a good one. Obviously I, I would totally use that. There you go. Yeah. Um, but some other folks would probably not. Well, and you know, that don't cry over spilt milk I I would imagine applies to a whole lot less people now that you know there's been kind of this turn used to be the dairy council promoted help you know help for your body and your teeth and everything that you need in your bones and drink milk you know it was the big yeah common thing of the day and yeah. now it's kind of like almond milk and oat milk and other other kinds Tree of milk. nut milk now it could apply i suppose if you just bought a six dollar gallon of milk or a six dollar uh, oat milk and you spilled a little bit of it you'd be like don't waste that that's like gold there you well know? i think the saying still applies but you're right there are things that are used less and less yeah i'm, I'm certain mm-hmm mm-hmm and there's also new stuff that <laughs> I can't get on board with. Yeah. <laughs> I can't well, get yeah, that bussin' one. I don't know where that came from, you know. This and I think we, what Brett used to say, fleek, Taylor, both. I'm like, oh, it's on fleek. fleek. Now it's a uh, cat. Mom, coming in clutch. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember when they said that to me and I was like, I don't even know what you just said. Well, now they say no cap, like no lie. Like, yeah. how is a cap a That's lie? What's that? Jalen and, and Baylor, they're, that they're saying that. I'm like. I know. I know. Well, in case you're just joining us, this is The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our Hi. website's thegoodmorningshow.tv. And, um, you know, whether you're listening to this 24 hours from now or 24 days from now, we welcome you. We hope that whatever we're talking about today is still relevant in your world. And so we try to bring some encouraging stuff and things that, uh, you know, entertain us a little bit as well. And we encourage your participation as well. Just we, like Angie, who said, don't cry over spilt. That's right. We absolutely love you. And we're so glad you're here. It's our heart to encourage encourage you by the word of God today to pray with you to let you know how much Jesus loves you. Also, you know what? Life is hard, you guys. And Jesus never promised us that it would be easy. Um, he just promised us that living for him would be worth it. Yeah. And he also said, you know, there will be troubles in this world, but mm-hmm. fear not for I have overcome the world. He so didn't say here, might be. That's right. And so there will be. because it's hard and uh, the enemy wants us to think that we're doing it alone and we're the only ones and that's such a lie. We're here to let you know you're not alone. Whatever you're going through, we want to go through that with you. Yeah. So yeah. we love you guys. Absolutely. What's hey, in our copy? Hey, 
Hey, Kendrick. Good morning, good Kendrick. Morning, Love you so much. You it's too, so buddy. good to see you on here this morning. Yeah. We're agreeing in prayer with Kendrick this morning. Um, Lord, thank you so much for laying a burden on Kendrick's heart that we can come into agreement with. We are praying. We are praying our dear beloved friend in um, and back. And thank you for loving the prodigals so much, Jesus, that you would bring them home. We pray this in Jesus' name. Yeah. Speaking of which, some of you have reached out to me about how to start praying for your prodigals. And I just remembered I promised to get back with someone and did not do that. Is that funny that the Lord just reminded me oh, as no, I was good. praying? Okay, so it's good. I need to handle that. That's good. And What's... if you're just joining us this morning, we want to give you a very special shout out. So make sure you let us know where you're tuning in from. Type in your chat box. Let us know what you're drinking this morning. Good morning, Janice good from Spring, morning, Texas. Janice. Janice, what are you drinking this morning, sweet sister? <laughs> what's in your cup? That's right. What's in ours? Well, I know what's in ours, but this envelope here, it's, it's empty. It's a sad day. the ceiling fan just blew it yeah, over. Yeah, it's a like, sad day. Wow. This the bones end of coffee. Our, this we got la- this in our sample pack. Oh, well, Just to be clear, l- l- this is this, not our full... No, we're drinking Bones French Toast this morning. And let's talk about this. The reason it's a sad day is because our entire our entire sample pack is gone. Our Does last order is no gone. There is nothing left of this last order. We drank every single bean. And so... We're finishing strong with French toast. So you know what that means? We got to put in another Bones order. Yeah, I see. They're putting out some new flavors You guys, and stuff. they have new flavors all over the place. They've got Spider-Man flavors. They've got Indiana Jones flavors. And I don't care about Spider-Man. I really don't care about Indiana Jones. But can I tell you, the coffee that's attached to those sounds yeah, really good. It really does. It and really so does. you guys absolutely want to go check out Bones Coffee for yourself. Angie's drinking it this morning. Yes. And so if you want to check it out, like Angie and Terry and Melissa and so many of us go to the goodmorningshow.tv and find the Bones Coffee link. Link over to Bones Coffee. Put in your order. Use the code TGMSHOWTV and get 20% off your first order at checkout. And you guys, it's good so stuff. Good. It is it's good. It's not stuff. even just a sales pitch. It's just really stinking good coffee. Yeah, look at Janice. She's talking about thinking about drinking some coffee this oh, morning. Oh, Janice, I'm so proud of you. Having a cup of coffee with her cousin. Janice is growing up. Oh, our, little, our little girl. Our little, Janice. our little Janice is growing up. Janice, we love you so much. I'm so oh. glad that you're staying encouraged in Jesus. Here, let's do our little right. mugshot because you got your uh, your ember mug. Yeah, okay, right. I'm going to tell you, Angie, my very favorite coffee bean grinder. It's a whopping $13 from Walmart. And How are we Walmart- looking over there? I don't have my little, there's my preview. Okay. All right. Let's see. I'm smiling. Just a little bit. All right. Smiling, Up smiling's top three, my favorite. Smiling's your favorite? Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> I use the, oh, what's it called? I'll get it and show it to it's, you. It's one of those simple brands. I mean, like, you know, it, like. Go to Walmart and get the $13 coffee grinder. I got, it comes in black. It comes in white. Lynn got the same one. You guys, I don't spend a lot of money on it. Pers- I mean, like, I don't weigh this stuff out, right? I, I scoop it out. I have a special scoop I use. I know I get three scoops of beans. You going to grab it? It's so cheap and easy and worth it because you guys coffee is so good when you grind the beans fresh before you make the pot of coffee so worth it and if you're not really like if you're kind of a mediocre coffee drinker this is going to make you a real coffee drinker there it is it's the Krups it's the Krups coffee grinder it's what we use we bought it at Walmart if you open that and smell it it smells so good 
<laughs> okay, so check it out. You know what we'll do? We'll put it along with whatever you guys asked for last episode on the. We have a store at the um, come back here. website. We have a store at the website because everything that we drink, use, buy, recommend, um, you can actually go to the website and order it yourself. So yeah. you can just order it through our website if you care to. It'll take you to Amazon or Walmart or wherever, and then you can just yeah, we'll get put it. a link, and it'll have it shipped to your house for a whopping thirteen dollars. You too can be enjoying fresh coffee. Yeah, it is a good grinder. I mean, it really grinds up uh, so good. So Janice says, so that's what I need. You know, Janice, I don't. You know what I think you need? I think you need a good creamer. <laughs> People who don't like coffee um, at the start. If you get a good creamer that you really like and you True. learn how to enjoy the underlying taste of coffee underneath your creamer, um, pretty soon, right, you're using less creamer and less creamer and pretty soon you're drinking black coffee like me. When I started drinking coffee when I was 14, I've always had an affinity for the flavor and the smell of coffee. But when I first started drinking it, it was a little strong and it might have been because, you know, the people that were brewing it my grandparents liked it that way. So I added, you know, milk half and half, a little bit of flavored creamer every now and again. And um, I learned to love the taste of coffee underneath. Well, you can use sugar-free creamers. There's yeah, tons there's sugar-free of them. creamers too. And you know what? I, I don't, I mean, I recommend just using a little half and half. I recommend just a little half and half because it's a nice creamy consistency, but it will whiten that flavor of coffee so that it's not quite so strong. So you can learn to love it and you'll learn to smell it and love the smell. And then after a while, you're not using so much. You know what I'll do? Um, I think she needs a sugar-free Tarani and mm -hmm. um, some half and half. And those you can get at Kroger or Walmart. Anywhere. In Meyer, the, anywhere. Where are they at? Like, they're in the coffee section or are they in like, the baking section? You can get them at like TJ Maxx, you guys. Skinny Girl Syrups. They're no no fat, no calorie, no sugar. Okay. And they're just flavor. And they just take just a little bit. And it they just takes a whole... literally a splash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what kind of flavor you like, Janice. I love cinnamon flavors, but I also really dig the salted caramel. And classic hazelnut sugar-free in Tarani is ooh, ooh, good. And so, by the way, I just got some. You add mm -hmm. a splash of that, you add some half and half, and you make your coffee palatable until you learn how to love it. Hmm. That's my advice. Is it right all the time for everyone? No, it's just... Well, you know, they've got birthday cake flavors. They've got, you know, the salted caramel mm -hmm. like we've talked about and yeah. all these other different flavors. So you might be able to just find something you really, really like. So Angie said her mother-in-law always puts ice in her coffee, but she never understood why. Well, instead, some people use whitener, like creamer or half and half or whatever. And some people use water. When I drink espresso, I add water to it and it's called an Americana or mm. an Americano. Mm -hmm. And the reason people do that is to water down the coffee so it's not quite so strong. So I... I drink when I go and order either a hot americano or a cold americano. I always it's it's espresso with water or with yeah. ice yeah. instead of uh, a whitener. So there Absolutely. is a whole like culture of coffee, you guys. There is like a whole culture of coffee. I'm sure you guys have seen those charts that say what a latte is, what a cappuccino is, what an espresso is, what an americano is. There are so many different ways to have coffee. It is a whole culture. 
I don't even know that much about it. I just know enough that I get what I like whenever I go someplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, some people don't like, like, um, I remember um, a, a nurse that I worked with at night always used six scoops of coffee. That's far too strong for me. I'm not drinking six scoops of coffee. So I would get it and I would lighten it with water. Yeah. Or water it down with water. So some people just do that with their, you know, if you've got a husband that likes it really strong and a wife that doesn't, or in our situation, reverse that. I like it strong. He doesn't like it so strong. I like so, strong coffee, but I, wh- the, but I'll put the creamer yeah, in it. Yeah, you'll whiten it. But I, there's something about that contrast of the really dark, strong coffee and a smooth creamer that just evens yeah, it out for me. But I right. still have that strong coffee flavor. You know, it's just, I don't wow. know. We're totally off on all kinds of subjects this morning, aren't hey, we? I think in the description it says we talk about coffee. From Absolutely, time to time. we do. And so <laughs> everybody's got their own way to drink it. And can I tell you something? Don't make fun of somebody for the way they drink their coffee. I embrace everybody's differences. I used to be like, why do you do that? And now I'm like, it's the thing that makes the world go round is that we're all different and created in the Lord's image the same, but we all have different personalities and abilities and giftings and characteristics. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Janice says, can I share something good that is coming out of this venture I'm on? Absolutely. Start typing and I'm going to explain what venture, adventure, Janice has been on. Earlier this year, um, very out of the blue and surprisingly, our sweet sister Janice had a stroke and she has been recovering and being healed by the Lord from this stroke. But it, it has been a very serious stroke. And it would likely have very, very likely could have killed her or debilitated her forever. Mm. Um, But the Lord is doing something in Janice that is making her an incredible light for Christ. Not only is he healing her body, but she's so encouraging and gives the Lord such praise that she is really drawing people to a closer relationship with Christ. I am so, we are so proud of Janice. We love her so, so much. She's always been a dear sister to us, but the way she is handling this adversity is so amazing. And so Mm -hmm. Jesus, I thank you for your continued healing touch that Janice is walking out, literally walking out her healing as you restore everything that the enemy has taken. We love you, Lord, and we agree, and we thank you for the light that you are shining through Janice. We pray this in Jesus' name. Here it is, something good that's come out of this adventure. Janice has lost 43 pounds. Wow. Congratulations, sister. Wow. That's awesome. Man, that is. See, she's looking for the light. She's looking, as Hal would say, she's seeing the good. Seeing the good. That's beautiful, Janice. We love you so much. It really is. Well, you guys, um, it's the weekend. Terry Mm -hmm. talked about doing, you know, your Saturday stuff. A lot of people leave um, Saturday for, you know, laundry day or cleaning or working in the garden or mowing the lawn or little odds and ends, honeydews, things that need to be done around the house. Yep. Um, We have, um, we had a fun week. We right off the bat started the week, which this is camp camp week Monday and our Miss B has been at Bible school in Lexington this week and so I don't know about you moms but I'm always thinking about making sure everybody's stuff is all washed up everybody's got their laundry done folded put away so they can pack and everybody's got everything 
and our washing machine died a very painful and sad death Monday. And then it kind of revived itself and then it died again on Tuesday. And so we got a new washing machine (laughs) and guess what? We didn't know what in the world to do with our old washing machine. Yeah. And Terry Wright to the rescue. He found a place that is literally as soon as the show is over, he's going to come pick up that old washing machine because he thinks he can fix it. And whether he can or he can't, he's going to come pick it up and take it. And we're giving it to him and praise the Lord. He's hauling it off. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. 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 So we're doing well, our I, I little wasn't Saturday wanting to take stuff. it to the, I didn't want to take it to the, uh, to the junkyard, you know, right. to the, the landfill, I guess right. they call it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm just fixing a little something here. I noticed really? that, it, yeah, it it's, says that we're still, we were pre-recorded. We're not. But we're not pre-recorded today. No, we're live. Yeah. We're live. Of course, they know that because we're we're commenting back. But um, Janice just started a load <laughs> just of wash. Started a load of wash. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. So yeah, so I just I thought, well, repair places. You know, maybe they'll want to repair it and give it to somebody or do something with it. You know, I didn't yeah. want to just toss it. And, well. And some people who repair those things actually use parts from ones they can't fix Mm -hmm. to fix others. So it's true. I am. I'm happy to sort of keep it going, whatever it looks like. I'm just really, really tickled. It's going to be out of my den. Yeah. So. (laughs) Well, because it was raining the other night when we replaced the other one in, and and it's just like you don't want to stick it outside in the rain and all that. So it was pouring. Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting our little honeydews done. Terry worked really, really hard yesterday to do all of those things before camp mowing and all the stuff Yard yeah Angie said stuff. scrap metal if you can't fix it it's a win-win for him that's it exactly what I thought too yeah. he's gonna make a little money scrapping this if he can't fix it and I think that's great because it's a tr- it's a treasure to us just to have him haul it off yeah yeah it so. is for sure for sure anyway so what do you guys got going I said all of that super long story just to ask you this question what are you guys doing today it's Saturday what do you guys got going on you got company coming over are you going somewhere are you guys got a date plan are you going for lunch or supper? Are you going to watch a movie? What is on you all's agenda today? I, I would love to hear. We're going to go over and, uh, well, we're going to pick up Miss B in Lexington. Mm-hmm, Maybe see a little little bit of the end of their uh, their celebration day today. Yeah. And uh, find out they've had a competition going all week, right, for offerings. And the, the money from their offerings that the kids bring is going to uh, benefit children in, in Madagascar. Orphans in Madagascar. Uh-huh. And so they've been putting their offering in each night with a little competition. Boys are we're ahead for quite some time and then uh, we Boys send a little money. Boys were ahead until Friday night. Yeah, and so we're hoping that if the girls win, then uh, Pastor Dave Dorn gets dunked in the dunk tank. And if not, it'll be his wife Tiffany who gets right. dunked if the boys win. So we're kind of hoping we kind of padded the uh, the offering a little bit. We came into the party. Cause. We came into the party late. I had a Facetime call from Miss B on Friday, and she's like, "Mom, you didn't send any offering with me." And I was like, <laughs> "Hold on, what is going on?" So yeah. she told me the scoop, and I was like, "I will." That's right. It's girls versus boys, Angie. Go girls, go girls, go girls. And even Pop helped us, <laughs> so we could send. Um, we, we, we kind of went over the top to well, try I to asked, help. I asked on the call, what's it going to take? How much does it take for uh, for Pastor Dave and for Brett to get dunked at yeah, the same time? Yeah, our son you know? Brett is the associate pastor at Lafayette uh, with Dave Dorn. And so we thought it would be, you know, really worth it to see them both go down. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll, we'll get the results on that today and, and find out what happened there. Angie said that she has nothing to do today. Isn't no that class lovely? work. That feels so good. I feel so free for you, Angie. That's, That's beautiful. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's really good. 
good. Well, I do think we have a couple of things to do, but they aren't burdens. It's not hard. We yeah. got to go pick a little something up. We get to see Dr. Powell for five or 10 minutes and uh, then take a little something over to Brett and see Jed Man, which is always a joy and return, yeah. get our Baylor return to us. And I think it's going to be a really nice day. And you know, the best part about this day is I get to spend it with this guy. Well, I appreciate that. It's the truth. I really like you. Well, I'm glad because I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> hanging around here till you know, somebody tells me I have to go. No, but no. Like the old washing machine. <laughs> no, babe. Hopefully, uh, yeah. You're no, working real even, fine. We won't even go there. No, I'm yeah. not in the, I'm not in the market for a replacement. Well, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, guess what day it is on the uh, National Day calendar? I don't know. I couldn't possibly know. Because you don't look at those, do you? I don't look at those. No. Well, let me just throw this over here so we can see. It's National Day of the Cowboy. What? It's the fourth Saturday in July. And um, it's really kind of cool because um, it celebrates, actually, our national heritage, the uh, uh, the American West, the hardworking symbols of the, the you know that we've known and, and loved over the years. And according to, get this, there's a National Day of the Cowboy Organization organization this day is a day set aside to celebrate the contributions of the cowboy and the cowgirl to america's culture and heritage and uh, the era of the cowboy began uh, after the civil war in the heart of texas i love where the stars at night they they shine so bright big and bright yeah right and so um, there were cattle that needed to be herded along the from place to place. And in Texas, they were growing wild and unchecked. And so as the country expanded, the demand for beef in the northern territories in the states increased. And we know that about all the great cattle drives, things like that. Um, and uh, nearly five million head of cattle cowboys would move the herds along in drives to uh, you know to where the profits were and we know we've seen these in movies yeah. and some of the tv shows and stuff i mean we love uh lonesome dove series and some of those kinds of things that were on over the years um but the big thing about this is that the uh the, the life of a cowboy or a cowgirl required a particular ability to live in a frontier world I and mean, things were so undeveloped back then and so it required respect, loyalty, willingness to work hard. And so that's what they're celebrating on the National Day of the Cowboy. Uh, the uh, words of former President George W. Bush said, We celebrate the cowboy as a symbol of the grand history of the American West. And the cowboy's love of the land and love of the country are examples for all Americans. Well, let's be really clear. We come from Kansas, Terry and I both. Um, we still, we have cowboys in our family, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. both of us. Yeah. And um, where they work, they're actively working cattle ranches, they're actively working horses. And so we have a true love and respect for that way of life. And we absolutely love rodeos. We just love that way of life. And that's because we were kind of raised that way. Yeah. Um, I will say that Fort Worth in Texas, um, we have, of course, our very dear friends from Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington area. Mm -hmm. And they still do a cattle drive a couple times a day where the Longhorns run through the streets. It is something, it's a beautiful sight to behold, honestly. I have nothing but respect for this National Day of the Cowboys. So thank you for pointing this out. I did not know, and it's worthy to be celebrated. I love that. I love that. One of the best ways that you can do that, if you don't have any cowboys or cowgirls close to you, is to 
enjoy a Western novel or a movie, a TV series like Gunsmoke or something like that. Attend a rodeo if there's one. There's yeah. summertime. There's lots of rodeos, and just embrace the cowboy way of life. How fun! Yeah, it is. Boy, a lot that's of fun. a great. That's a great one. Yeah, you that's- know, I have something else from the Heartland here, and it actually falls into our news you can use category. Well, is it time? Is well, it time for news you can why use? Why don't we do that? All How right, about this, run all your right? run your sounder, and let me just announce to you today our anchor person for the news is Terry Wright. Take it away, Terry. American Heartland Theme Park. Check this out. This is something that was just announced on the 19th, and uh, the, uh, the officials announced it. A $2 billion theme park and resort complex is being built in Northeast Oklahoma, and it's set to rival the world's top resort destinations. Known as the American Heartland Theme Park and Resort, the 1,000-acre development with 125-acre theme park will be located just west of Grand Lake on Route 66 and will include a number of entertaining rides, live shows, family attractions, an outdoor water park, and more, all celebrating the best of the United States. And get this, it's also going to house a 300-room hotel with a modern indoor water park and a large-scale 320-acre RV park with 750 RV spaces, 300 cabins called the Three Ponies RV Park and Campground. Now, I know you like amusement parks. Yes, I do. And so this is really going to be a a really cool thing because they're saying that this family-friendly park is going to also feature six distinctive U.S. lands that will lead guests on their American journey through the Great Plains, uh, Bayou Bay, Big Timber Falls, Stony Point Harbor, Liberty Village, and Electropolis. And in terms of size... It's going to be about the similar scale to Disney World's Magic Kingdom in Florida or Disneyland in California. And according to the press release, the new theme park will be built in stages and it's going to be open starting in spring 2025. The RV park will be open in the park and the resort will open in 2026. So they're just really getting things ready down there in Oklahoma. And they expect it to rival these top destinations because there are people who are going less and less to some of the other parks because of cost, the economic, uh, you know, uh, hardships. Political Political things, yeah. Yeah. You know, down there in Florida, they're dealing with a lot of politics. Yep. There's no announcement yet on the ticket prices. However, the American Heartland founder and chief creative officer said Thursday, the company's main goal is to make the theme park affordable for everybody. Like a family of a mom and a dad and a couple of kids, you know, their whole dream is to take their kids to a park of this type, he said, and they want to make it affordable. They also said some of the revenue from the park will go toward various charities. Okay, so... How about that? I, you know, I found out this with you, and Uh so I am super excited, and let me tell you a couple things about this that I know. One, Grand Lake is where my dad, my dad lived in Tulsa, Broken Arrow, specifically Oklahoma, until he passed away in 2017. Right. He had his boat on Grand Lake, so Mm -hmm. we spent many a summer and much time at Grand Lake, my brother and I, growing up. And so my brother just got his own sailboat. And so Joel has a boat as well. It's not on Grand, but this area of Northeast Oklahoma is like a second home to me. I never resided there, but my brother still lives there in Owasso. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife and, and all the family there, um, my nephew Declan. And then, of course, uh, Route 66 is really famous down in this area. Yeah. Um, Grand Lake is a beautiful area. Northeast Oklahoma is fabulous. It is so easy and accessible to get to. And and the man that has um, this, I think his name is Bicknell, Gene mm-hmm. Bicknell. 
I believe they started some of their experience in the Branson area. Wow. And so he has um, already ties to some theme park and entertainment, um, like the sight and sound theater type stuff. Oh, yeah. And so the big attractions. These guys are not super green. They're coming into this with experience, and I am excited. I already timed it. It's almost 10 hours away from us by driving. Uh, yeah. But I don't care because to me, uh, not only do we get to go to the theme park, but we'll get to see family and we'll get to sure. hang out there. I cannot wait. Well, you're talking about people who are involved in this, the uh, development of this. Uh, I skipped over a part where it says a team of experts, including more than 20 former Disney parks builders and Walt Disney Imagineers uh. are helping to build the new park according to the announcement. Isn't that awesome? I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's I'm be excited. Great. And I think it's great to celebrate America in these different types of lands. How yeah. cool is that? Well, you know, like at Epcot and Disney World, they've got the different countries around the world that mm-hmm. you can experience different cultures. Yeah, I think cool. the American heartland celebrating all of the different well, places across the United let's States. Let's be honest. This country is so big and so vast and so diverse that you, it's almost several countries in one. And so it's, it's, like, it's like there's nothing like the Seattle area anywhere else in the country. There's nothing like the New York right, area anywhere right. else in the country. They're Kansas. Come on, every place is unique. Um, the culture, the food, the dialect, the influence that, that came from, you know, uh, the pioneering of that state. Mm-hmm. It's it's so cool. This is really yeah, good news yeah. you can use. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I love this segment. Angie said that her sister-in-law lived in the Tulsa Broken Arrow area too. Praise the Lord. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great area. Really neat place. Yeah. yeah. It's also really close to you, Janice. It's really close to Dallas, Fort Worth. That's it's really, the other thing. It's central. It's, it's super for everybody. centrally yep. located and mm-hmm. easy to get to. It's going to be like four hours from our family well, in, you know, in Topeka. And we had that realization about the United States. We don't think outside of our own box till we talk about talk to somebody who's not from here. When we were talking to Pastor Lazarus in India the other day, yes. and he said uh, there is more than one time zone in the United States. That blew his mind because all of India is only one time zone. And you know, India you know? is the den- most densely populated country, almost. I shouldn't say that as a fact, but it is so yeah. populous. There are billions of of people in India and it is so populous and they have a one time zone. And he thought it was really bizarre that the United States has what four, five, if you count Alaska and Hawaii. Right. So, uh, yep. We absolutely, we do. Absolutely. You guys are quiet today. How about a little word for our day while while everybody's kind of thinking and contemplating and, and uh, doing what they're doing. Sure. Mm -hmm. Today is July the 22nd. 2023. Mm -hmm. And so I went to Proverbs 22 and this verse stands out to me today. Proverbs 22 and nine. He who is generous will be blessed for he gives some of his food to the poor. Let's talk about this for a minute. I, I do not. And I just want to preface this word by saying, um, what is it that's called when people believe if you do something, you get something? Um, what is that philosophy, that like, theology? Like the prosperity gospel? This that is kind not of the thing? prosperity gospel, but I do want to tell you that the Lord desires for us to prosper in every area of our life spiritually, physically, mentally, um, biblically, financially. Um, does that mean he wants us all walking around rich and owning jets? No, that's not what I'm saying. 
the Lord desires to provide and for us to trust him in that provision. But one of the things that the Lord is, is Lord is generous and he is our example. And if Jesus is generous, right, then we too should be a generous people. Notice that in this verse, it doesn't say he who is generous will be blessed in his abundance. He gives some doesn't say that it doesn't say in his abundance it says he who is generous will be blessed for he gives some of his food to the poor sometimes being generous comes from a place where we don't maybe have a lot to be generous with but we can always share what we have and this is in the I'm, I'm talking about in everything I'm talking about food I'm talking about money I'm talking about time I'm talking about attention I'm talking about thinking in a generous way and not because of what someone can do back for you and not because of what you might get back. You know, the Lord says you'll be blessed. That is reason enough. You'll please the Lord. You'll be more Christ-like. That is reason enough to be generous. Don't give looking to get something back. Look to be obedient to what the word in the Lord is calling us to do. Also, we have to be a people so tenderhearted and full of compassion that we care about our fellow men, our fellow women, our, our, our fellow children. It's not about only taking care of your own or only taking care of those you know. Sometimes being generous is paying for someone's McDonald's before you or behind you or someone's coffee. Sometimes it's um, tipping someone twice what the bill is because you know your server needs it because the Lord prompts you to do that. Sometimes it's finding a way to sow into a ministry or a church that you know is preaching and teaching the truth. Sometimes it is giving to your children and not being um, stubborn and saying, well, when I'm dead, they can have my inheritance, but pouring into their adult life now because they might need it. And the Lord is calling us to be a generous people. Nobody enjoys stingy people. Stingy people don't even enjoy being stingy. There's no enjoyment in that. The Lord is a generous, he's a, he's not only a God that owns a thousand cattle on a thousand hill, he's a God that wants to give us everything. And he wants us to be that generous with one another. Now, I think we need to be careful and prayerful about what we're praying into. And I think we need to be careful and, and prayerful about what we're paying into. But I want us to realize that we do this because the Lord asks us to in his word and because he's generous, we wanna be like him. Not because we're after getting something back other than the fruit of obedience. And I'm not, like, I'm not even concerned with that. There are people that are running around and they're like, don't follow him and don't listen to her. Their prosperity gospels. Eh, who cares about that? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being like Jesus. I'm talking about obeying his word. I'm talking about loving him and his kingdom that we want to see it expanded. And can I tell you something? We've talked about this before. Money is a tool and that tool will often open and soften people's heart to hear the real message you're giving away, which is not money, but the gospel. You know, sometimes when you pray with your waitress and you leave a, a 5% tip, it doesn't leave maybe the best impression. But sometimes if you pray with your waitress and you tip her twice the bill, because you want to be loving and generous, it opens our heart to see that maybe Christians are the ones with the answer. 
Money can be a tool that the Lord uses to open people to receive the fullness of the gospel. He uses anything and everything he can to get people to receive him. And we need to be instruments that are available for his use. And our checkbooks need to be available for his use. And our bank accounts need to be available for his use. And our pantries need to be available for his use. Actually, there's nothing that we shouldn't make available for his use. Can we pray into this today? Lord, help us to be a generous people. Lord, thank you for calling us to be like you. Jesus, you're kind, you're generous. You, you give your tunic off your back, your shoes off your feet. You would walk around barefoot so I can have shoes. You don't give out of your abundance. You give out of your, out of your neediness. <laughs> Lord, what would it be like if we did the same? What would it really look like? If we just gave and gave and gave, I don't think, I I don't think that you would let us go hungry. I don't think we would starve. I think you would meet all of our needs. I think you would, uh, you would bless us in abundance. It's not the reason we're giving, but I think that's what you'll do. Lord, we love you. And when people say you can't outgive God, we believe that Lord, we can't, we can't possibly outgive what you've given for us. So Lord, thank you for helping us be generous people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Amen. That's a good word. Thank you. That's a good word. You know, you talked about um, how uh, the Lord will, uh, you know, meet our every needs. Uh, Look Mm -hmm. at this comment from Angie right here. She said that Trace and and she were giving gift cards for groceries to one of their elderly couples in church, and they didn't have a ton of extra money, but as long as they did that, God provided the money to give that to them. It's he just like Jesus. for the need. Isn't that awesome? He doesn't even leave us in want. Yeah, you know, for sure. We aren't lacking anything when we give. He always makes up the difference and then some. Yeah. That's not why we do it, but no. he just that's just what he does because he's so good. How come I keep feeling like I'm half off this page? I don't know. Good morning, Roger, Pastor Roger. Pastor Roger Randall says everything in the gospel is about my prosperity. It's right. He wants us to prosper in every area of our life. And that's the truth, Pastor. He says, God so loved the world that he gave generously. He gave and we too are called to do the same. Aren't we glad that God was not stingy? Not a stingy God. Amen. What you got next? Can I tell you something? Tell me something. I'm trying something new. Um, Expanding my... um, Sewing in Cliff and Geneva's is my um, my custom embroidery and sewing um, business, and I have been asked to make lanyards and wristlet keychains, and so I tr- I am trying this. So here we go. Here's a little wristlet I made this morning, and it's got one of these little swivel keychains. Can you all see that? There you go. You can see it like that. And uh, it swivels. It's like, you know, you put your it, you can put your keys on there. You got a keychain. I um, mean, you can put it around your wrist. You can clip it onto your purse. You can put it on. You can. I'm making lanyards for your neck. Anyways, you attach what do you guys that to think your biker vest? Well, Pastor Roger. Well, here's the thing. And there's enough real estate there that I can put personalize it and put a name on there. I used pink because I made this for you know who. You? No, Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, you like pink. Um, I'm going to put her, I'm going to embroider a name on it. And that way we can have little personalized wristlets and lanyards and you can make them in any color and any shape and size and any material. So I just thought I'd show you guys that. 
a little shameless plug that's cool that's a neat idea thanks what do we do before Pinterest and YouTube and all these other places where we learn things? I don't know. That's from. totally how I taught myself. We, we went to trade school, didn't we? We went to do stuff like that. No, we listened to our grandmas and we watched mm, our grandpas. Too. That too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's see. Uh, in case you're just tuning in, this is The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv where you can find all of our previous episodes. Like episode number 135, the one just before this, we called it uh, Candy, Cars, and the Good News. It was Thursday Night Live and we got on the topic of classic candies and our first cars and all different kinds of things. We also heard from uh, the Word for Your Day from God's Word, Luke 21:34, And uh, the news you can use a segment that night was that the Chosen, who had been the the uh, filming for season four had been put on hold last week because of the writers and actors strike that was taking place and they got uh, an exemption and able to start filming again and uh, they also debuted this last week on the cw network so that was really cool they'll play all three seasons and then the third season ends at christmas eve uh, you can find out all about all of that and previous stuff on our website the good morning show.tv just click on the blog link up there and you'll see all the previous posts and you can just dive into a show right there and listen to the podcast and all the other things that you do. How fun. And speaking of, do you have a little shout out? I do have a little shout out for our podcast listeners. We love you so much. Thank you for choosing to listen to our content. There's so much content floating around out there you could be listening to. And we're really honored that you've chosen to tune in to us. So thank you so much, podcast listeners. Here's a couple special podcast listeners. Um, The Shelbyville Postal Workers. They like to listen to podcasts when they sort the mail early in the morning before they deliver it. And so we hope they choose to listen to us occasionally because we sure love and appreciate them. Thanks, Shelbyville Postal Workers. Thank you for taking care of us here in the 40065. And one more shout out, our sweet friend Karen over at Cake and Candy Supply here in Shelbyville, Kentucky, totally servicing all of this area of Kentucky and Southern Indiana with all of your cake and candy supplies. She is not out to ruin the home baker. She's out to support and encourage home bakers. So, and small business bakers and so large good. business bakers, because we know a great big company ran out of something and they called and used her. Yeah. I won't say the name of that big baking company, but That's I awesome. know this cake and candy supply is your choice for this area. Yeah. And That's if good. it's not, it should be. So thanks, Karen. We love you. We That's bless right. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> So uh, earlier uh, we were talking about uh, <laughs> you're talking about prosperity and not being about your fortune. Well, I got something that's just the opposite side of that, if you will, and it's something that everybody is familiar with in our culture, at least of people of a certain age, <laughs> right? And and you're showing your age if you really understand this. But this kind of has a a, uh, a universal appeal to uh, to folks and also to uh, you know good clean television that kind of stuff. I mean, we talk all the time about how we watched all the Andy Griffith series and we love that because it's got good wholesome messages and clean language and living and all that kind of thing and a lot of our shows today are so not uh, in line with a lot of that stuff and so we really wanted to talk about for a second the Beverly Hillbillies. You guys remember the Beverly Hillbillies, sure, right? Granny. Come and listen to a story about yeah. a man named Jed. The yeah. whole theme song tells the whole story about it. Yeah, talking about Granny. There's Granny there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny because the Beverly Hillbillies they, they've got that unlikely premise, right? He shot at the ground and up come from the ground come a bubbling crude, right? The oil, that is. 
It was really pretty simple because Jed Clampett and his family left their their struggles behind in Missouri. Did you know that they were they were in Missouri is where they were supposed to have lived? Uh-huh. And they moved to California after Jed shot that hole and discovered oil. And uh, this uh, this series was canceled after several years of success, but it was a well-known fact that the Clampets were extremely wealthy. But just how rich were they Good. back in the 60s when Good the question. series ran? And what would they be worth today? So let's talk about this for a second. How much money did the Clampets get for Jed's discovery? All right. We know that uh, when season one of the Beverly Hillbillies opened, Jed Clampett's fortune was worth $25 million. Wow. The series premiered in 1962, and when the show ended in 71, the Clampett's wealth had grown exponentially, and they were reportedly worth $100 million when the screen went black at the end of the series and it was finally over. But $25 million in 1962 is equal to over $200 million in today's money. Wow. So the $100 million the family closed the series with would be equal to about $750 million in today's money. Wow, them hillbillies right? were rich. But see, it doesn't take into account that the interest they paid on investments and real estate holdings or any additional business profits that they might have had, because you know they live next door to their banker, Mr. Drysdale. So how wealthy would Jed be today? The Clampets, they would be billionaires. And they were accidentally wealthy, right? But they didn't just have oil field in their portfolio. They also owned other property. Uh, their house, it was a very costly house. And the home has a long and storied history in Hollywood known as the Chartwell Mansion. Take a look at that. Wow. The home was built in the 1930s. An engineer commissioned the estate, but his wife found the house too ostentatious and refused to live there. Huh. <laughs> it was sold to a famous hotel mogul before falling into the hands of a television executive. And it was sold in 1986 for more than $13 million. Whoa. That's not the end of the story, though. The mansion changed hands again in 2019 when Lachlan Murdoch, Murdoch family and uh, all the you know communications and everything throughout the world and media purchased Chartwell Mansion for $150 million, just blowing away the previous sale records. And even the house would be pocket money to the Clampets today, according to Fortune magazine. And after running the numbers and considering the price of crude oil in 2010, the publication even then theorized that the Clampets would have become billionaires several times over. As long as you don't factor in a direct-to-VHS movie that alleged that Jed had lost the family fortune to a crooked banker. And um, that if that happened, they meant they went home with penniless back to Missouri. But... Fortune alleges that Jed would have been worth $7.5 billion in today's money, and uh, that means if he were a real person, he would be just one of 724 billionaires in the United States. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, $724 billion billionaires. Angie said that Donna Douglas, who played Ellie Mae, was a Christian and lived in Tulsa. Yeah. And her sister-in-law ran into her frequently. Yeah. And Rick Grable says, see that cement pond in the back? That's exactly what I thought when Terry showed the uh, Chart yeah. World Mansion picture. Yeah, the, the cement, cement pond. pond. That's yep. right. Right. Well, that's a really beautiful place. It is, isn't it, though? I mean, it's, yes. It's crazy. I, mean, I, I, I have a hard time understanding um, spending $150 million on a home I don't, uh-huh. I don't. It's it's hard to grasp, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of oil. A lot of Benjamins. That's right. Yeah.
Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you did the analysis for what it would be in today's money. Well, it kind of came with the article, but it was also something that we always talk about. And so we have Janice or Lynn or yeah. somebody end up Googling it. it yeah. right? And so uh, that was good information that they already included. So wow. I, was, I was appreciative of that. Well, but, that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. Good stuff. Yes. And, 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 you know, it's something funny that we kind of all know about. We've experienced it. If you've never seen the Beverly Hillbillies, go check them out. They're on YouTube and different you things. You know, but. I didn't love that show as much as I liked um, another show that was a spinoff of the Hillbillies at that time, oh. which was um, Petticoat Junction. Oh, I liked yeah. Petticoat Junction. And mm. that was the Hillbillies' hometown. And so they would come back... And in and they would they would all kind of do the yeah. in and out of each other's show. Green Acres was also a spinoff out right. of Petticoat Junction because right. they would uh, they would they would come back to Hooterville right. all the time. Yeah. Angie says big enough house to for tons of homeless people. Right. I I'm certain <laughs> that's what the latest owner is probably thinking. No, I, I don't I, I don't uh, I'm not gonna assume. But. No, no, I was just being I was just being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. well that's that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, so what else is going on? Where are we at? I do not know. It looks like we've got a, a just a few minutes. A few left. minutes left. Yeah. Want to do a little getting to know I you? I would love to. How about right. you guys? Can we get to know you? I do know that you guys are awfully quiet today. But yeah. see, Angie liked Petticoat Junction better. I did uh-huh. too. And yep, yeah. I just was did. that the one with Uncle Joe on it? Was it was he, the Uncle Joe. It was, was the three. The, it was the, the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Getting to know you is not just getting to know Terry and Melissa, but it's getting to know you as well. So we need a number. We need you to choose a number between one and what is it today? I think we're 196. 196. Now here's yeah. the thing. Hi, Warren. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, Warren. From Kingsville, Kingston, Missouri. And we're doing Get to Know You. And Janice says number 74. So 74. When Terry's going to put the question up on the screen. We don't know these questions beforehand, which is why we have you guys choose the number for us. And then we all kind of on the fly come up with an answer and we get to know each other better that way. So here it is. Number 74. What assumption you made went hilariously wrong? (laughs) Have you ever had one of those assumptions that uh, you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood that. I, I don't know that I've had one that went wrong, but I know that there was one that repeatedly went wrong in my life. Uh, whenever Baylor was first born and we'd go out to the grocery store or anywhere and these little old ladies who meant so well, they'd say, are you having a good day with grandpa today? You know, and I'm like, uh, people assume she's my daughter, mm-hmm. but thank you. Yeah. I've only had it twice. People assume that I'm her grandmother. So because we were older when we had Baylor, our mm-hmm. last child, um, people do assume that we are grandparents to her instead of parents. And so that that is a hilarious assumption. Yeah. Some days, some days I'm like, how many wrinkles do I have? I mean, really, how many well. do I have? So, uh, yep, that's one. I have another one. Um, one that you've said or made or that has been made about you? Well, I'm just trying to think if it's appropriate to share, and I'm not totally sure that it is. What about you guys? Do you guys have an assumption that was wrong, either one made about you or one that you made or... Warren says Kingsville. Kingsville, Missouri. Like we think about Louisville, right? Kingsville. Louisville, Kingsville. See, we want Louisville to be known as Kingsville. Yes. The king. Roger says, I just assumed I was going to be a rock star. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I was You gonna, still are, Roger. You, you still are. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 You own your neighborhood, buddy. 
and wherever you're. Uh, How about 180? Angie says number 180. 180. All yeah. right. So let's see. Let's find 180 on the list here and uh, get things to co- cooperate. Um, what? Here's the question. What catchy jingle or bit of advertising has stuck with you all these years? Um, uh, call 234-6477 anytime, night or day. Oh, the, the time and temperature? No. No? Is oh. it Stanley Steamer? Is oh, that what it was? I don't know. There was a flooring place that had that. Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, it must right? not have been a very catchy jingle. I remember the jingle. <clears throat> I don't remember that one. Okay. Um, how about another one? I, I'm stuck on Band-Aids because Band-Aids stuck on me. Or you deserve a break today with yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. <coughs> and, and how about this? Then that the Band-Aids song and several others written by Barry Manilow. Real, yeah, he yeah. did a lot of jingles. Yeah, a lot yeah. of jingles. Like the, the uh, You Deserve a Break Today, I think, was his big one. Another big one uh, that he did. And so. Yep. Oh, ah, Rick said when his, when he first married, when first married, someone came to the front door and Rebecca answered, his wife answered and they said, are your parents home? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. She is the parent. Uh, Dr. Pepper was the first jingle she remembers. Tons of them said, Warren, you have mail. Yeah. You've got mail. You've got mail. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about, um, um, Oh, it just left my brain. I it was I was gonna sing it and everything, but it's left my brain. Have your way. Have huh? it your way. Have it your way. BK. Yeah. Have it your way. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. That's a good one. Yeah. How about um, uh, let's see. She, Angie mentioned uh, Dr. Pepper, but I was thinking about the hot dog song. Oscar Mayer. My. First, I am. Oh no my no. First name. Uh, my my baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. And if you'll ask me, well, I'll say, cause Oscar Mayer has a way with B O L O G N A. Oh, how about this one Janice has got? Give me a break. Give, Give me, me a break. break. Break me, me off, off a piece of that Kit Kat, Kit Kat bar. bar. Where's the beef? Oh, no. Yeah. Those are great. I love Kit Kat. I love that old lady. Remember that old Clara. lady in the commercial? Where's the beef? Claire. I think her name was Clara Peller. <laughs> I, I think. that. Yeah. That's a good one, Rick. Thank you for that. Rick, if you, if you, go to, if you haven't already, go to YouTube and look up uh, Where's the Beef bloopers or something like that. And Because they got shots where they were just asking her over and over and she'd say it and she was getting frustrated. And I think the one that they finally used was the one where she was like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. What about the you one know? where the guy says, that's, that's a spicy meatball. A meatball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. they hold on tight in the bathtub. Yes, they cling in soapy suds. I'm stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid stuck on me. I didn't wow, know the first Warren. part. I didn't know the first that's part. That's good. That is good. Wow. Those are fun. I like that question. That was a good one. Do we have another number? We got time. Yeah, you guys throw Let's out see. another number. We just had 74 Angie's. and 180. Okay. Anybody got a number? Wendy's. Yeah. How, uh, I forgot Wendy's. No, Wendy's was the, give me, oh, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Somebody have another number and we'll jump into another question. Yeah. Another kind of obscure one. Yo quiero Taco Bell. That was when they were, and the big part was when they were doing those commercials when the Godzilla, the first Godzilla movie came out Uh and they tied those two together. That was funny. Yeah. They, you know, there's some classic stuff there. All right. So we're looking for a number between one, a zero, one and one. How about 17? What's number 17? Number 17. Okay. Let's go back up here on the list. Number 17. Have we done that one before? We have. You can delete it. 81. All right. 81. All right. Let's see what 81 is. 81. 
80 that's 82 all right okay who is the uh, let's see put the question in here so everybody can see it both youtube and facebook all right who is the oldest person you know personally and what interesting stories have they told you that's a good one um <clears throat> the oldest person you know personally mm. so harold this, uh, this is questioning yeah is there, are harold they still Fye alive just or not? passed away mm-hmm. and yeah. he was like 103 104? no 106 or 106. seven okay yeah so but i want to tell of my great grandma leela christie um, grandma, when great grandpa died, grandma went to live with grandma, my grandparents and mm-hmm. her daughter and my grandparents. And I, I stayed with them. I lived with them up until kindergarten. And then I'd stay with them on the weekends. So I spent a lot of time with Lula Christie, my great grandmother. And, um, actually I'm going to give you her whole name. So, you know how important she was to me. Her name is Lila Elmira Taylor Christie. Mm. I named my child after her. Mm-hmm. So um, she would tell us, she was born in the 1800s. And I absolutely adored listening to her tell stories about all the things. And um, of course, they all lived in the through the Depression. Right. So that was a big deal. Um, and they had kind of a rough go of it obviously so i'm gonna go with that one i don't know i can't remember how old she was when she passed um but yet at the same time i feel like i learned so much about generations before us because of them yeah yeah and i just thought it was so cool that i my grandma was born in the 1800s yeah you know yeah well my uh my grandma finkenbinder she um passed uh, several years back but i remember one of the one of my favorite stories that she told me i asked her um how she and my mom's dad how my grandfather met and she said that they met when she was um i think she was in high school maybe still and in the small town in eastern kansas southeastern kansas where they lived they did a lot of summertime picnic things Mm -hmm. and so uh, what they would do is the ladies would bake a pie or a cake or whatever and then they would put their name on the bottom of the pan underneath and then the men would come and they would bid on certain pies or cakes or whatever and they that way and then whatever pie or cake they they decided to get then they would get to at the dance that evening they would get to dance with that girl well my grandpa apparently went and tipped all the all the pies uh, looking for grandma's name he, he sought her out to find out which one was hers so he could intentionally bid on her pie he wasn't after her pie <laughs> So he was, uh, he, that's how my grandma and grandpa got together. That is a great story. Yeah, was at the, uh, at the, uh, why don't picnic, we do that today? That thing. would be way better than internet dating. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> Tracy. Oh, Roger. Pastor Roger says Max Manning. Lots of great oh, stories. Yeah. He turns 95 Max, this yeah, week. What a, what a job. Angie what a guy. says Tracy worked in a salon in assisted living. He had a lot of WW2 era or World War II era people and they had tons of stories. Mm-hmm. He was amazed when he worked with them i bet that was so interesting lots of um beverly 80 beverly is 83 janice's friend and she has a ton of stories don't you guys love that i love listening to that kind of stuff i think that's incredibly cool when I was doing the Planet Radio podcast and living in Kansas City at the time, back in the early 2000s, I did an interview with a, a man who was in his 80s at that time, and he uh, grew up uh, in the cotton fields 
in the South, in Mississippi, and told stories about how picking cotton and doing all the things they did, and then how all the families would get together on uh, Saturday night, and they would they would play and music and sing and dance and do all the stuff and just celebrate as people together and uh, just the togetherness and then him growing up and going into the navy becoming a cook uh and then working at these hotels oh he worked at one of the places down on Vine street in kansas city where oh. benny goodman and all yeah. the big jazz artists got their start and came and so he met a lot of those famous uh, musicians that weren't famous yet you know a lot of history just it's really cool when wow. you have those stories that's um, a good question you know so yeah for sure yeah and you're right yeah. roger when they do pass away a whole lot of wealth of information disappears that's a true statement i i uh, interviewed my dad uh knowing that he only had uh, maybe a few weeks left and uh asked him a lot of questions and recorded some and i thought it was really neat some of the stories that he would tell about them being kids and and uh, doing the things that they did back you know out living out in the in the countryside and uh, we just have whole lots of stories like that that get lost. You're right. So do what you can. Ask somebody that uh, you care about. Say, uh, what was it like when you grew up? You know, and, and just what's some favorite memories that you have? Ask your parents if they're still living or, or uh, you know, other people like that. That's awesome. Great, Great story. Hey, good question. Good question. You guys are the best. We've loved spending this time with you, but it's gone so fast. And now we are out of time. Yeah, we so, are. So here we are signing off from you. We love you so much. Be encouraged today. Jesus loves you. I hope you do something generous today. Be a generous person today. Not just today. Do it every day. But today is the moment you're living in. So be Christ-like and be generous. That's right. Tomorrow, uh, we hope that you get to spend some time with your favorite people. Maybe even get to church. Give somebody a hug around the neck. Encourage them. Love them. And uh, just uh, praise the Lord together if you have that opportunity for all of our pastor friends. Friends, uh, bless you on your message that you're bringing tomorrow and uh, all the things that are going to be happening to encourage everybody. Remember, you matter to God. You matter to us. That's why we're staying here and doing what we're doing. Blessings to you guys. We'll talk to you uh, soon this next week. All right. Love you. you. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.